All right. Ready to do this thing? We ready to get Here started? Everybody yeah. say yes. yes. Here we go. That was, relatively, yeah. that was relatively pumped up. Okay, we'll just go with that. Good, Zach? Go with that. I'm good. All right, we're recording the Hubcast in three, two, <laughs> one. Are you an inbound marketer looking for the inside scoop on what's next? Are you ready to unlock HubSpot's full potential and yours? If so, you've come to the right place. The Hubcast is your leading resource for user-friendly HubSpot tips, expert insights and strategies, exclusive interviews with Inbound's brightest minds, and the latest insider news. And welcome back to a special edition of The Hubcast live at Inbound 2018. And we got all the people here. I mean, there's Duffmeister. It's not just you and me today. No. We've got the big cheese from Vidyard, Mr. Tyler Lassard, and we have the big cheese from <laughs> Impact Video, Zachy B. Zach Basner. Now, Tyler, I haven't given you a nickname yet. Um, eventually, it's probably going to be Sard Dog or something like that, um, because that's usually what ends up happening. Yard Sard? <laughs> Yard Sard. That is great. We're excited to be here. We've got audience in the room. We're going to try to integrate their questions. We're having some conversation beforehand. So this is going to be really, really fun. But because we're at Inbound 18, we need to start with you, Mr. Tyler, because huge announcement this week. So for those that aren't already like, informed, because we've been clamoring, like literally clamoring for HubSpot to do video now for a solid three or four years, I think. And finally, the big announcement came. We've been holding this in for months. It was like really hard not to talk about it every single episode. And so, Tyler, help us get a sense for like where did this come from? How did Vidyard get this gig? I would assume a few competitors are saying the same thing right now. And what does it mean going forward, right? It's pretty loaded. Yeah, I am so excited uh, about what's going on and, and the partnership with, with HubSpot and, and everything here at Inbound. Um, you know, I mean, a lot of it started, to your point, two, three years ago. I mean, two years ago on the stage here at Inbound, Brian Halligan got up and said, 50% of your content should be video, right? Your audience wants to live inside of video. And at the time, what I thought was the most controversial statement I've heard somebody like him say, which was stop hiring bloggers, start hiring producers, right? And to this audience. Amen you know, to that, though. But I know it made us jump back and go, well, A, we're in the right business being a video platform. Um, but B, we really got to connect with these guys because they share this vision of, you know, how do we attract, engage, and delight customers in new ways with content like video. And uh, so, you know, that really kicked off, you know, a lot of great conversations. We've been a HubSpot partner for a number of years, and, and our base of users in the community has been growing steadily since then. Um, but it was really, you know, earlier uh, last year when we started to look at, you know, how could we deliver something jointly to market that makes it easy and accessible for the HubSpot users out there. Yeah. I think that's always been the biggest challenge. I think everybody understands video is important. I, I should be using it in my marketing programs, in my sales programs. But the biggest hurdle continues to be just the complexity with it. How do I do it? How do I get started? Um, how can I use it in the tools I'm in every day? Um, and so that really, again, started that process to explore what could that look like inside of HubSpot. Uh, and here we are today. Uh, did you want me to address the why us uh, yes. question? Yeah, I mean, y'all want to know, don't you? Like, why Vidyard, right? So audience yeah. wants to know. We want to know. Well, it's, uh, you know, it, it, was a, it was a great journey partnering with HubSpot, and I say that very sincerely. They're uh, uh, a really strong organization with, uh, with a great vision. And if you 
go back to when we started talking, the big push was not just video for marketers, but video in... Wait, 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 wait. We're, I, I want to know the details here. So who called who first? Let's be, let's be real. The first phone call was... This, there was a seed somewhere. I think we did the usual sales trick where we um, dropped uh, Brian and Darmesh a note saying, we're going to be in Boston next week. Okay, uh, would you like great. to meet up? And then they said, sure. And then we said, shit, we better book some flights to Boston. <laughs> and, uh, let's let's okay, make it now happen. Okay, now that's cool. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. So you're sitting at dinner. Really? You had this dinner? Yeah. Okay, good. Good. Not a made-up story. And so you're, you're at this dinner, and how did you integrated into the uh, conversation, or did you say, you guys really need a video platform? What's the dealio? Or did they bring it up? Like, how'd that go down? Yeah, they, uh, they had already started thinking about this, and, uh, you know, they were exploring the market to understand, is it something they should build themselves? What are the expectations and needs of customers? Um, and they were speaking with us, and I have no doubt they spoke with many other vendors in the community to, to try to understand, you know, ahead of this, uh, what was sort of the the holy grail of what they wanted to deliver. Um, so they did a lot of market research beforehand, and they came in you know, extremely well-educated. Again, I was, we were very impressed with kind of where they were already thinking. And um, you know, again, as the conversations progressed, you know, it became very clear again of that vision of you know, video inside of marketing, video in sales, video in customer service, um, and the, the quote they keep using, which is the videofication of HubSpot. And so, again, obviously, that got us really excited. And, um, you know, one of the things we've always done is built our platform on open APIs. And so we're, you know, a nice modern built platform. You know, every year we're really cranking on the API layers so we can easily build apps ourselves on top of our platform. Um, And so it immediately got into those, you know, product-level conversations of how could something like this manifest itself, that it's not jumping out to a separate app but is truly integrated into, into HubSpot. Um, and so that's really where things began. And I think there was uh, alignment on vision, on strategy, but also on things like important things like product architecture and the ability to scale as not just hundreds, but thousands and tens of thousands of HubSpot users start uh, leveraging the platform. Hmm. So I'm obviously very excited about all of this. <laughs> um, and I think that there's a lot we could talk about. And I think it's really interesting to hear about some of the background because we've sort of been, you know, talking, whispering about things, and now it's all out there. I would love to address maybe more specifically the different versions of HubSpot video that have now come out. I think that's been like a major question. Um, Ryan, part of your question in Impact Elite yesterday is, you know, they did this product announcement for HubSpot video yesterday, and they sort of said it was free, but they weren't super clear about it. So I would love to spend some time talking through what some of the different levels of of HubSpot video are and the integration with Vidyard and just to educate people a little bit better on what they should be thinking about, who those levels are for, and and what they get with some of the more advanced levels, which of course mean an increased budget on top of what you get. So you get free HubSpot video if you're on professional or enterprise. And HubSpot. So it's not free for everybody, which I think we need to be clear about. So what are some of the value adds for some of the additional levels of HubSpot video that are now available? And I want to tell you guys, if you go to vidyard.com slash HubSpot dash video dash marketing, you can see all of this laid out right in front of you. So if anything's not clear that we're talking about, it's all pretty clear right there. 
Yeah. So this is a really this is a really important point, and it ties back to kind of why we we ended up partnering was a the ability to offer something you know to the existing HubSpot community at professional and enterprise levels um, you know for free that could you know work uh, in perpetuity and and scale with the needs, but then also the ability to add um, a lot of value add on top of that as companies start to grow with video and look to use it in more interesting uh, and integrated ways. So the um, bundled version with uh, HubSpot Professional and HubSpot Enterprise uh, includes the ability to publish videos, uh, upload them, publish them on, on HubSpot pages, landing pages, blog pages, um, manage them in the file manager, be able to custom brand the playback experience, and do that for up to 250 videos. Okay, So there's um, you know some nice bandwidth there to, to load lots of assets. Um, but that's kind of the core of it and the ability to add basic calls to action to those videos. And then what we've done is on top of that, as you move up into paid levels, uh, you start to unlock a lot of incremental functionality. So for $250 a month, you get unlimited videos now, uh, uncapping that $250. Um, unlimited transcriptions, because we want to make sure every video is transcribed for SEO purposes and just easy to embed them. That's nice. That is huge. Yeah. Praise his name. Yes. <laughs> A lot of it, again, is it's about making it simple, right? Because and, and taking a lot of the human error out of these things. So I just want to put in many videos as I can. I want to make sure anytime it's published on a page, the metadata, the transcriptions are automatically done and embedded. Um, it's another part of our solution is we automatically embed those transcriptions. You don't have to manually do it. Um, so there's things like that to, to simplify and make sure you're getting the most value from it. Um, and then there's other things like adding more interactive events into your videos. If you want to create interactive experiences, choose your own adventure style videos, add questionnaires, things like that to turn them into. That choose your own adventure, John, gets me excited. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because how many people, like, think about it, like, right, right now, how many people in your space right now are doing video? And, it's, of course, the answer is, like, ah, maybe 10% of your competitors are actually doing video at all. And then the question is, what percentage are doing choose your own adventure style, which we already know the future of sales and marketing and self-selection. Like we've been talking about this for about a year. This is what you want. This is what I want. And so the idea of self-selection-based experiences with video is phenomenal, exciting. Mm -hmm. Have you seen anybody do this well yet, Tyler? We're, we're on the, um, I'd say we're in the early days of it, and yeah. it's, um, it, it really is. But what I love about it is it's like taking storytelling to that next level, right? Like it's really when you think about as a typical company and you're publishing this kind of content out to your audience, we all know the power of storytelling and we want to engage people in more emotional conversations and tell a bigger narrative. Um, but that idea of actually like it starts to bring them into the story, right? Like I've got... I've got young kids. How many people here have young kids that are in the room? And if you're, if you're listening to this, raise your hand as well, please. People will look at you funny, but that's fine. Okay. Um, so I have young kids, and they, they eat up the choose-your-own-adventure-style stories, right? Like at, at bedtime, if that's an option, because they're brought into the story. They have a role to play, right? It's so engaging for them. They're like, and it doesn't matter. Honestly, like some of the stories are terrible, but they don't care, right? Like the, 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 almost like the plot almost starts to matter less than the fact that they're engaged and they're interacting with the content, and they can make the story. Yeah, those choose-your-own-adventure books for me as a kid, I hated those things, but I still kept doing them. Oh, yeah, you just right, be Because like, it's like, they're all, ah. I mean, fundamentally, they were terrible stories. I mean, yeah. They were poorly written, but you had like 12 different ways that could go, and so you're like, I'm in. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there's it the, the promise of, you know, of, of mystery, of intrigue, and, and you don't know what's going to happen, but you have some role in it, right? And That's it's right. like, it's incredible. And, uh, you know, then my kids started doing those things on iPads, right? They'd, they'd install the, you know, book-style apps that you could, again, sort of control the narrative. And, and I think we can all learn from that, right? In, in B2B, B2C, whatever you're in, um, you know, that you can do that with content, but I think with video, it takes it to that next level. And it doesn't have to be complicated, right? It can be as simple as, you know, you start off a video with... In, some form of interesting question or challenge or pain and then it's really you know what are you interested in or you know it doesn't always have to be a crazy fun story it can be as simple as look you've come to our website looking for something you know are you interested in a b or c right whichever one you click on it's going to dynamically bring in a different segment of the video to watch and then you do it in the next one and the cool thing about it too is not only does it give a great user experience but as a marketer guess what i'm doing on the back end i'm tracking all those clicks Right? And I now know this person is interested in our solution for marketing, and they said that they're a demand gen person. For them, it was great because they customized the experience. For me, it was great because I'm getting lots of information about them. And my follow-up is going to be something that's specific to what they selected. So there's a lot of power in that, but I think it, it, it drives a, a change in our behavior and thinking about how are we creating content? What kind of content are we creating? Oh man! Does does that hit most of the? Uh, Duffmeister's excited here. Yeah, it's pretty. He's scripting pretty something as we speak. I know I'm I pumped. Think. You know, Fans was back there, just like you know, like his hairs are standing up because I can see how many <laughs> choose your own adventures he's going to be doing here soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, did did we cover pretty much everything we need to cover with respect to the levels? Are there parts, major parts that we miss yet? Can I just talk about on the sales and service side? So, what I talked yeah. about there is for for HubSpot marketing and uh, and and us as marketers thinking about the content we're putting on our websites. On the sales and service side, you know what we've done there is uh, make it an integrated capability for any sales or service reps to record and send uh, a video message, a video email, video voicemail, call it what you will. But it's the simplicity of clicking record to turn on your webcam or a screen capture, recording your content, and then one click to send it off to... Quick poll to the audience. What percentage of you right now, there's at least one person, if not multiple people in your organization that are using personalized video, especially with a sales team, Right. This is an advanced group here. It's a really advanced group. So we've got a, probably about uh, 30-ish people in the room, and we had about eight people raise their hand, which is extremely high. Certainly not the norm if we did it across the board, mm-hmm. but that's really, really powerful. Look, folks, if you have not shown your sales department how to use a simple tool like GoVideo, I know Zach does these trainings. I've been doing these in conferences. In less than five minutes, I find, I'm not kidding, you can teach a non-techie salesperson how to do personalized video with their laptop if they're using a simple tool like, like GoVideo in this case. It is that easy, and as marketers, it is our job to make sure that they catch this vision. And you can't accept it if they say no. Like You have got to get somebody on your team that sees it, because here's what I know about. I know sales teams. Sales teams are competitive people. If one person starts dominating because of a specific strategy or tool, everybody else on that team is going to say, what's going on here? And so if you can get that one advocate, you will start to see this. And here's the other thing. Some of you are saying, how am I going to get buy-in, financial buy-in, for Vidyard or for any of this stuff if it was hard enough to get HubSpot approved at 12 k a year or whatever it is, right? Once again, the Go Video portion is free. At least the simple version is, you get you wet the palate 
You get just one or two salespeople into this and saying, my goodness, people are actually opening my emails and they're actually consuming what I send them. And then all of a sudden it spreads like wildfire within the sales department. And then they're saying, we want more of this. And now all of a sudden it's a sales budget initiative, not a marketing initiative. If we want to get these expenses approved, it's got to be from the sales budget. You know that and I know that, which is why we've got to have this video conversation on the sales front and not on the marketing front. If you start this conversation on the marketing side of the, of the ledger, we're going to be in trouble. We're not going to get the buy-in that we need. And so that's why we've got to be expert at speaking sales, and let's make sure we start on that side. I'm sorry, it was a bit of a rant. But I believe in it. I believe in this stuff so much. How to see in the... Uh, um, frustrated marketers. Marcus, I've never known you to get passionate about a topic, so it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's nice to see it for a change. Fair form. <laughs> well, I want to talk to Zach for a second here. Now, Zach, you do um, all the trainings for, like, you've trained, you teach our video workshops, you've seen this issue of sales teams, and could you expound on that a little bit, and, and maybe you can follow it up with any other elements that you wanted to maybe ask Tyler, but just in terms of the people in this audience, whether they're listening or whether they're watching live right now, to get buy-in for this stuff and to create that culture of video within their organization, whether they use Vidyard or not, HubSpot Video or not, what are some of the thoughts that you have? Because this has been like your obsession for a couple of years. Yeah, I mean, the biggest things things that I see in adopting this stuff in the sales process, that's what we're talking about specifically. Yeah, wherever you want to go. is, Is sales folks... They don't know how or when to use video in the sales process. Uh, they could be, have all the buy-in you, you might need. They, they understand, yeah, video, yeah, I hear about it all the time. We need to be using it, but they don't know how or when. And so speaking about Go Video specifically, this seems to be, at least for our clients and the companies I've been training, that seems to be the one trigger. Like as soon as they start to do the Great word. Video, it is a trigger. It's exactly it's what it is. That's what it is. Like you're saying, it gets the palate wet, and all of a sudden they realize, man, this actually works. And, and also, like, I can totally back up the competitiveness. Like, if you have one champion, you make one person really successful with video in the sales process or service or whatever, the rest will follow because they'll see that it's working and seeing is believing, and that will get all the buy-in you need. Did you have any questions for Tyler specifically about the tool or about the training elements or any of that? I mean, I've talked to these video folks a lot over the past couple of days because I'm super <laughs> amped about the, the integration I mean, I think, I think maybe the biggest thing, not necessarily a question for me, but something that people might be wondering is, is kind of go into more about the sales tools, mm-hmm. how GoVideo uh, integrates into all this because it really wasn't a big topic uh, that they talked about yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's a couple different levels of GoVideo as well. There's the free version. There's the enterprise version. Right. When would somebody need either or? So, uh, yeah, so to be clear, so Vidyard Go Video is uh, a product we launched a couple of years ago, and it's, it's what we're talking about, the ability to very easily record, send, and track uh, video messages as a sales rep, a service rep, but frankly, anybody, right? I mean, everybody in this room can download it today for free, whether or not you're a HubSpot user, um, and create and send unlimited videos and get value from it. Um, but, you know, what we've done is really tied it into being focused on sales and service, like workflows and use cases, 
And so, again, with the integrated functionality, there's the basic ability from right inside of HubSpot uh, to compose an email and add a video, which immediately launches the app. You record your video, you send it off, and you'll get that notification back. And, and the point of that is making it, again, simple, 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 right, in the places where the sales reps live and breathe. So they don't have to go out and find some other application. Um, so that core functionality is all there. Um, as you start using it more and more within the business, a couple things happen. Like, A, you want to start to make sure, well, when the videos play back on a web page, I want to make sure it's branded for my company. So it's kind of representing us the best way. I want to add maybe calls to action on those pages. So when somebody watches the video, maybe I have other offers, things like that. I basically want to turn it into more of a marketing and brand tool for my company. Um, so things like that get unlocked with the premium version um, to be able to yeah, custom brand those pages where your videos play back add calls to action to those videos. But also, maybe equally important, is on the back end. And as an administrator, being able to start to um, you know, look at, okay, what are my different sales reps and service reps doing? Uh, and more robust tools to manage your teams and actually start to see, okay, who's sending how many videos? What average engagement are they getting on their videos? Can I identify you know, heavy users, light users? Um, and also, how does that data correlate to sales? So can I produce a report inside of CRM to tell me, oh, these videos or this person is using video more effectively to generate sales than this individual? So that kind of reporting and, and those kinds of back-end capabilities also get unlocked uh, with the premium versions. And that actually starts at $80 per month on the sales and service side um, to start to unlock those premium features. And I, I just want to say, too, that central hub of having everything in one place, typically for most of our clients, you've got the marketing team who's overseeing all of the video being able to have that functionality where they can get in and they can see what the sales team is doing, how mm. those videos are performing. Now they can help and assist the sales team further. And, you know, how do we improve these things? You know, let's translate some of this data to get you more meetings or get you a better click-through rate or whatever and get that help. If you're just using the free version, you don't have access to all those analytics. Yeah, the data tells a story, right? Mm -hmm. And the data, if tracked well, is what's going to allow us to get more budget dedicated to this, more videographers on staff, or whatever that thing is um, that we need. You know, before we continue, I want to take some time to talk about our sponsor, who is with us in the room, and Karina is psyched to talk about them. So Karina, tell us about Verblio and like, like, like why you love this company, because you've been telling me about them, and so run with it, girl. Yeah. So these guys, just want to say they're right there, they got sweet shirts, so... <laughs> If you're listening, go to Verblio.com, and you guys can all go there uh, to learn a little bit more about them. But what these guys do is they do content creation. So blog posts, articles, videos, product descriptions, ebooks. They even say love notes. Love notes. So they essentially hook companies and agencies up with writers. And what's really cool about what they do and what got me really excited, two things that got me really excited when I was talking to these guys. One... They're really thorough with vetting writers. So the writers that they have really have specific expertise in specific industries. And part of the process is that writers are essentially finding you. So they are going to basically pitch themselves to you rather than the other way around of you having to go and find a writer. and have That's a beautiful writer. thing right there because that's yeah. a significant problem. Yeah, and you never pay for anything until you've approved the piece. So you can give feedback and if the writer... So they've eliminated risk. It. Yes. Huge. Yeah, it's awesome. And they have a great HubSpot integration. So once you approve a piece of content like a blog post, 
it's going to go straight into HubSpot as a draft, which is, to me, like, I just got so giddy when they took that. Because <laughs> that's uh, amazing. Like, I, I've worked with platforms, like r- writer outsourcing platforms before that have, you know, that I've had to basically take, copy and paste everything into HubSpot multiple times a week. It's a time suck. Like, those are, like, the little delight things that I really love about these guys. Um, we're really appreciative appreciative of your sponsorship of the show. If you want to learn more about these guys, there's going to be a whole bunch of details about them in the show notes. And they're actually offering, they have a special offer for Hubcast listeners right now. Um, so you like special get, offers, Duff. Yeah. We appreciate Just those. for you guys. Okay. So they're offering 50% off the first month of content. Um, so if you go to, you're going to go to verblio.com slash hubcast. Um, go to verblio.com and learn more about them. Go to verblio.com slash hubcast if you want to just get right in there and start getting getting content. It's good stuff. Get your content game on, people. Yeah, and you're going to hear more about these guys over the next couple of months. They're gangsters. Yeah, we're going to dive in with them. We're going to be doing an interview with them. They are straight up G's. Straight up G's. Content G's is what they are. Verblio, again, we thank you for your sponsorship of the show. Good stuff. I want to ask a couple hard questions here if we can. We had one of our audience members before uh, we got started, Tyler. He's been using, his company has been using Wisia for a while now, right? Now, obviously, I want to know the difference between Wistia and uh, Vidyard. Now, you can skip the PCs, which is we know you respect Wistia, like, we, we know you believe they're a good company. You've only said, and we've spent a lot of time together, you've only told me good things about them before, right? So that's accepted to this. We get that. But let's really talk about what's different mm-hmm. about it and why somebody might consider using Vidyard now, specifically HubSpot Video, right? Because <laughs> same thing. Um, why would they consider the switch at this point? Yeah, so there's obviously a few things, and and first and foremost, again, as of today, the the native experience inside of HubSpot uh, we think is, is is very compelling for for our customers. Why is that compelling, though? So I, I, it's not only the uh, sort of the functionality that's being unlocked and will continue to be unlocked there um, as it evolves, um, but it's about the you know the efficiency of you know how you're operating as a business, right? All the analytics data is inside your HubSpot analytics data, right, where you can see it. And compare it with other information. Uh, your videos are in there in your file manager. You can upload, change them anytime that you need to um, and have them automatically updated out inside the players on your pages. It's one click, drag and drop to add videos into your landing pages, your blog pages. So those are some of the simple things that just, again, as a marketer, get me excited time. because yeah, time. it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it's, uh, and it's simplicity is that I bring new people in. It's so easy and quick to learn and you can do it all right there in, in those tools. You, you literally don't have to learn another tool. Okay. Um, and as somebody else comes into the org, that can be um, super, uh, super beneficial. So there's those little things. Um, and then I think, you know, beyond that, uh, what we start to enable to do for businesses. I think the big thing is, much like HubSpot, we've built to to grow and become you know more valuable and effective for your business once you start doing more things with video. So we talk about you know as video becomes more a part of how you're trying to attract leads, um, getting more sophisticated with things like interactive video and uh, embedding HubSpot forms directly in your videos. Right, if you can capture. 5, 10, 20 more leads because of a form natively within your video, what's the value of that, 
right? Significant. So I think there's, um, you know, uh, little incremental value add functionality there that can make a big difference um, as, you, as you start to expand usage of it. Um, we also integrate out, uh, you know, into the various social networks and aggregate that data back into one place for you. So you can, you know, push your videos out to your YouTube channels, Facebook, LinkedIn, other places, and aggregate the analytics from YouTube and Facebook back into one place. It's, again, back to some of the efficiency and, and just as you do more video, these things start to add up and you want to make sure you got one uh, central shop to manage that. Um, so there's, you know, some, some, some really important things there, but I think as you start to grow, right, and on the sales and service side, which I get really excited about, is this power to be able to, you know, make it easy for sales reps to record and send videos, to track that, but that down to the, like, individual engagement level. So if I send a video to Marcus, uh, I will get a notification, Marcus watched your video 10% of the way through, 15% of the way through, 100% of the way through. And again, that's, that's very powerful knowledge for me to have, and that data is going to get tracked back inside of HubSpot CRM as well. And I'll see it on the timeline. And again, I can use that to automate workflows. I can use it for my own uh, insights and intelligence. So things like that, as you start to get more serious about video and you think, how does it fit into my different workflows? How do I use the data more effectively? Um, you know, those are some of the key elements that, that we bring in uh, into the fold. And then we have all sorts of fun bells and whistles, like personalized video and automating bringing somebody's name into a video as a way to stand out. Uh, Which is, you can watch those <laughs> creative um, personalized videos that they have made at Vidyard. Those things are so dope. I mean, they're so crazy. And it's almost like magic. And the person feels that way. I know we can't show that, right, through audio right now. Can we act one out here for the audience? We'll put Brad's <laughs> name right here and then Gabe, uh, Gabriel's name over here. And we'll maybe do something like that. But, it, but it's, like, it, it's things like that where, and, and I could go on with some of those you know, value-add capabilities. We do split testing of thumbnail images. There's all sorts of things that we've built into the platform to just say, how can we help you increase conversion rates on the video itself or post-viewing? Post how can we help the sales team get a little bit further in a conversation? And we're always doing those things to help sort of accelerate those deal cycles, and that's the mindset we bring into everything. Um, that we do. And, and I'd say just, just the last point I want to make is, again, that ability to scale and grow, right? As you do more and more with video, as you become a bigger organization, um, and you're already using Vidyard to start, we enable you to create, you know, different groups for different teams, you know, very easily within the platform. You can have secure internal video where you can protect internal content. You know, if you want to do live streaming, we've got a live streaming add-on, right? So there's a lot of powerful capabilities that you may not be thinking about today. But the point is, as you start and as you grow, all that is there and it's baked into the platform. And uh, it's, you know, I like to think of as that idea of being sort of, you know, future built. Kevin, who asked this question earlier, does that, does that help a little bit with what you're, you know, I think it's my guess. Some of you right now are thinking to yourselves, good grief. This sounds like a lot. And, let, and let's just keep in mind, because I, I think this when I hear everything that's going on, right. And all the things that we can do. So there's the excitement and then there's the nervousness that comes with that. Like, how am I, going to learn how to do all these things. Keep in mind, in 2000, we were saying the exact same things just about websites. We're saying the same things about putting up a form. We're saying the same things about all this stuff that we take for granted today, that we've all learned today. This, what, what, what we just described, what, what Tyler just described, this is going to be common marketing stuff, sales stuff, over the next five, 10 years, right? The key is, can we do it? in this room, and those that are listening, can we do it before everybody else? Because as you know, the ones that dominate their industry are the ones that capture the hill first. We see that over and over again. 
It's no fun to be second with digital. The first mover advantage is so right there for everybody that's listening to this right now because just like that one example we said with Choose Your Own Adventure, nobody's doing it. But yet the technology is there. Duff, how much more time do we have left before we got to cut this bad boy off? We have 12 minutes. 12 minutes. You wanted to talk, we have a choice here. We can talk about properties or we can take questions. What do you think, think we should? I think we can do both. Okay. All right. I'm going to be quick about property. Okay. All right. But I cool. do want to bring in my property of the week because it's my baby. Okay. Let's talk about your baby because your I'm baby ain't ugly. I'm just okay. kidding. We, so what gets me really excited about HubSpot Video with a lot of this is the, the premium version of Vidyard and bringing in the integration with the HubSpot CRM. And Tyler touched on it a little bit. But we're essentially going to have a whole new suite of properties that we'll be talking about in the coming months that we're going to get that are attached to contacts, like things like watch time and videos watched and, and all of that, that I am so giddy about. Yeah, it's going to completely change your lead scoring within your company. Too. Lead scoring, nurturing, like there's, there's just like, there's so much there that, you know, I could talk for 20 minutes about. Um, but we won't. But I'm, I'm really looking forward to, over the next couple of months, diving into those specific properties to look at how can we really, like, actually start leveraging these things. Okay, now we're getting our videos on the platform. Now we're embedding CTAs and we're putting our forms in there. Like, now what? Mm-hmm. Now what do we do? How do we actually use all of that data? Because th- that's a lot of times the problem, right? Like people start using HubSpot and they're like, this is great. I'm getting all this data. Wow. Mm, yeah. And that's, that's where it ends for some people because they don't know what to do next. They don't know what to do with that data. They don't know how to execute the nurturing and the lead scoring and how to you know, give that to the sales team and empower them with that data. So that's what I'm really excited about as this comes out and as people start diving into this, um, to be able to really think bigger picture about some of that strategy. Yeah, and if you're listening um, right now um, out there on the on the cast, uh, some of you are saying, if we do this, is there training out there? We've already set up the training here at Impact for that. So if you're interested in very specific, like, one-on-one go video training. We have that as an offering, and so make sure you let us know because it's it's uh, there's going to be a major need for this going forward. Just like CRM training, for example, which yes, we Karina teaches that as well. You're going to say something, Tyler? I was just going to like uh, add a really practical example of of how we do some of that uh, and and how we've seen others um, just to sort of you know uh, cement it for you guys. So when you, you know, we can do, the usual first step is, okay, I'm adding a number of videos and I pick a few where I'm going to add some lead scoring or workflows to, right? Like I say, I've got these hero videos that, you know, this, my, my explainer video, I know if somebody watches that all the way to the end, I want to, you know, flip them over to sales or give them a high score. Um, and there's usually a few hero pieces you'll do that. But then what you start to do is, and, and this is what we're doing now, is you can attach um, like tags and attributes to each of your videos to sort of group them into, into different categories. And you can use that to drive workflows. So the example is when we upload a video, we tag it as either top, middle, or bottom of funnel. But we're going to have to redo that for the flywheel, I think. Um, is it attract, engage, or delight? And uh, 
So there's, you know, what stage of the funnel? What kind of video is it? Is it a product demo? Is it a customer story? So we sort of create a taxonomy around these videos. And then we drive our scoring and workflows based on those attributes. So when the data goes into HubSpot, it's not just, is this this video? Is it's If it's a bottom of funnel video and it's a customer story and they watched all the way to the end, boom, that goes to sales, right? So any video I add that it inherits those attributes automatically gets built into my workflow. And so I don't have to like set up different scores on every single video I add. And it just takes that bit of work up front, right? And that's what you guys do is you figure out up ahead of time, how do I set this up that it's just like, you know, plug and play as I add new things and they inherit all these capabilities. And, and I know some of that sounds, you know, a little bit complicated, but when you start doing it, it's actually really simple. And long-term, it just makes your life so easy because it just, it, it, it becomes like magic, right? A new video gets added and all of a sudden a sales rep gets a lead flipped over and they're like, oh, it's because they watched this video all the way to the end. You know, bless you guys. Um, and it's because it, you know, it knew that it was smart enough to know the kind of video where it lived and to score them properly. So that's the kind of art of the possible stuff that gets me so excited. You're not going to do it today or tomorrow, but you might do it, you know, next year as you're starting to use video more, uh, you know, uh, throughout your, uh, your different programs more effectively. A couple quick questions um, from the audience. Uh, I got time for one or two. Anybody, let's make it specific as we can to the Go video within the HubSpot integration. Yeah, Ryan, go ahead. Uh, Go ahead and hold the mic to you. Do you see any any enhancements coming to the Go video product? Um, You know, one of the things I love about Soapbox is the ability to choose between full screen person, full screen um, screen share. Right. Yeah. So the question is uh, <clears throat> additional functionality coming to that Go Video app. And I think more from an end user perspective is is kind of where you're coming from. Um, and, and absolutely, 100%. Um, so we do have, you know, internally we have versions uh, working that enable you to flip between uh, webcam and screen, uh, screen capture, as an example, doing that dynamically while you're recording, um, being able to customize your thumbnail images, add your own. Uh, we already do animated GIF thumbnails, but things like that. Um, you know, other things that we hear are basic trimming functionality. So Some time frames would be awesome right now. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the other thing I'm pushing our product team on, I can't, I can't commit to it, but it's on my, like, they've got a little, like, Tyler Wants whiteboard in the dev room that I, I force them to look at every once in a while. And um, I'm like, can you guys just make it easy for me to create, you know, more readable video? Like, I just want to, like, add some, like, text highlights here or there, right? I may want to do a captioning, but I also just want to emphasize some points and little things like that that we're just thinking about to figure out, like, how do we, how do we make this, uh, you know, a really great experience, but not at the risk of overcomplicating the product and making it hard for your average salesperson to use, right? Yeah, that's, that's job that, number one. I, that's, the, that's the thing. And that's why my ideas keep getting shot down by that really smart dev team because they say we could do that, but it's going to add two more clicks to the workflow. And they're like, bless you guys, you're right, because you know, we got to keep it simple that everyone can use it. Um, but you'll start to see some of that more advanced functionality layered in for, uh, for, for heavier users. Yeah, really excited about it. Good question. Thank you. Yeah, we had a question right here from David. Um, how many storyboard sequences can you line up? I mean, could I set this up as a virtual video bot and do sequences like a virtual salesperson? And then the second one is, is there well, any hey way man, to integrate I, 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 voice I'm in I'm picking this? up what you're putting down right now, David. This is a pretty tight question right here. It's an interesting one. Yeah. It's an interesting one. Um, so uh, well, You're talking about essentially recreating a virtual-style sales experience through sequence videos that they can control. Yeah, sort of like something you see in a movie. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it's, uh, well, it, it's actually a really interesting question. And I and actually, I, I'm hearing a lot of ideas these days around this notion. I think of it as like dynamic video, really, right? It's like, you know, based on certain things, maybe in the individual video, new content is, you know, different scene shows up. Um, or again, it might be, you know, kind of like almost like the choose your own adventure, but it's really a sequence of things where it's based on this. Now I'm going to send this video and that sort of thing. Um, I, I'd say today there isn't anything inherent that would, would service exactly the way you're thinking about it. Um, you know, but there are lots of things that we're, we're sort of doing. And one of the conversations that I know we're having with, with lots of partners, including the likes of HubSpot, is how do we, how do we stitch together the, all the great AI stuff that's being built with servicing you know, and, and pulling up the right video and recommended content, right? So we work with other you know, conversational marketing and, and chatbot providers, and you know, they're looking at some of that today as well, of based on this, I want to now serve up the right video, right? They're going to own that data of what should come up next, but making sure it's easy to grab that from your Vidyard instance and you know, share it out into, into the workflow. Um, so it's, there's lots of interesting ideas there and, uh, we're actually grappling with the same thing of how do we do that effectively? So not there today, but the gears are turning. Yeah, I think, well, I think we're probably going to have to, uh, um, close it off there guys, because we could talk about this all dang day. If you continue to listen to the Hubcast, of course, we're going to be chatting about a lot in the coming weeks. So please, um, tune in. I know Karina is just like chomping at the bit. We're going to spend more time on it. And some of you might say, why so much time? It's, all the stats tell us we have to. We don't have a choice. We don't have a choice. This is where we are. And so we've got to embrace it. We've got to run with it. You guys have been amazing. Can you give yourselves really quick for the audience at home a big round of applause? Yes, so they know you're here. Well done. Well done. Well, Karina, I think it's time to bring this episode of the Hubcast home. I think it is. Hey, everybody that's here, thanks so much for coming. Everybody that's listening, we thank you for your listenership. And until next time, this is Karina Duffy, Marcus Sheridan, Zach Basner, and Tyler Lassard saying to you, get out there and do some happy HubSpot videoing. <laughs>Is it weird listening and then like not having the closeout music? It feels weird.